This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. guys welcome back to gilme talks this is gilme again i just want to say thanks for, for coming back to all my listeners who keep coming back thank you very much to all my new listeners who've been popping up lately i just want to say thank you very much for coming on the show giving me a chance go check out the previous 190 some odd, odd episodes now in the archives if if you uh, feel like listening to do some stuff have a listener who uh <laughs> quoted me when in a message he's going through the back catalog right now and he said just brought up the time i said hi to my one american listeners now just going to say hi to all my american listeners and australian listeners and european listeners because there's so many countries in uh, europe right now who uh, who i listen Thanks to the Johners Network, kind of getting getting me out there out there a little more. But this week's episode is with Uncle Bobby B. He is co-host of MLW Rewind. He is part of a punk band called The Dominion. He is also a member of the Acolytes of Albright, so that's how I kind of kind of met him and got this all all set up. And he is also a member of Stoke the Stogie Mania Crew. And I actually got to see him perform live a couple couple years ago in uh, in London London here. And to be honest, we talk about that on on the on the uh, on the show. But a couple couple things first. Just want to say, go check out batsinthebelfyart.com because she's taking commissions right now. She does amazing work. She has done some work for No Ring North. She has done work for me. She has done all sorts of amazing, amazing products. And not products. Commissions. See? I, I 190 episodes deep and I still mess up words. Go, so go check her out. You need any graphic design work? Check out Rob Day 59 He is a fantastic graphic designer who helps me out all the time. And he also does a fantastic show, Heat from the Streets. So go check that out as well if you like uh, hip hop. And go check out Offend T Cities, the sponsor. Well, my first sponsor for uh, for this week. So I'll tell you about the other one on the back half. Go check out Offend T Cities for just some funny shirts, dudes. That's it, dudes, dudettes. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. Oh God, when the last time you heard somebody say dudette? Ugh. That was horrible but offend city it they do have the perfect fucking shirt for you go check out their uh, social social medias as it as a, as well and i'm just gonna drop it right right now as well go check out shirt casters clothes for the podcaster in you it is a website that promotes podcasters and if you are a fellow fellow podcaster and you want to check that out Go check it out. There's some really, really funny, funny shirts up up there. They do make me a chuckle. And here's the here's the show, guys. Hope you guys in, in enjoy listening as much as I did re recording it. And talk to you on the back half.
Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. And on the line, I have the one and only Uncle Bobby B. He is the current co-host of MLW Rewind. He is a member of the Acolytes of Albright, and he is one of the many co-hosts of Stogie Mania. And also, I believe, a guitar player in a punk band, which I'm forgetting the name of right now, and he's going to say it. Uh, we are the Dominion. See, and I have that shit written down. I just cannot read my own writing sometimes, to be perfectly honest, guys. So how's it? Uh, and one thing, over the past few months, I have been lucky enough to call this to call this man a friend. And so how's it, how's it going, man? Oh, well, thank you so much. Greetings and salutations to the uh, Gilmy Talk family. It's great to be here. And uh, things are going as well as they can go considering the uh, pandemic. But hey, we're, we're uh, getting there. Oh yeah. Hey, we're almost out. So I was hoping the kids would be back in school, but because I want them out of my house, man, I got four. I want them just to go do something, socialize with your, uh, or your buddies, your friends, whatever, just go, go, go. But they're like, nah, we'll stay home and play mind aircraft. I'm like, okay. For me, you couldn't get me to come home as a kid, different ages. I know we're in a, we're in an electronics world, but yeah, uh, reason reason i wanted to actually get you on the 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 pod here is because just wanted to talk music and nerdiness and star trek and all of our similarities which normally people don't have my similarities which is nice <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice when nerds connect you know what i mean we've got, the, got all the nerdery in common oh yeah uh because before i i hit the oh shit don't punch the, the table justin um <laughs> The before we actually hit the record button, I mentioned Star Trek, and then you showed your awesome, awesome tat there on your your arm, and it was just nice talking to a Star Trek fan because there's Star Trek versus Star Wars fandom. Star Trek fans love everything; they'll they'll have discussions about things. Star Wars fans hate each other and would stab each other over. Uh, Han or Greedo shot at first. Some of these guys I've seen get mad. And I'm just like, oh, dude, it's a fandom. Yeah, like uh, there's room for all. Um, and, and you know what? I, I get, I, I draw parallels between uh, wrestling fans who get overly upset about things and like a Star Wars fan, for example, who's upset because they use a, a character, a particular actor or actress for a particular character and they're like upset by that and it's like guys it's, you, like it shouldn't personally upset you you should enjoy it and if you're not enjoying it don't watch it yeah like there's there's no reason to uh come through with so much negativity like just promote the positive things you like if you didn't like the new star trek that's cool you don't have to watch it just watch the stuff you do like um so it, it, it's but i agree with you it's like there, there's such a, a tribalism mentality sometimes Oh yeah! It's just like guys, come on, we're we're watching this because we like it. It's just we're fans of it. Like I don't know, yeah. being a fan to me doesn't mean shitting all over something. That's just me. No, just like uh, anybody who complains about WWE and Raw and oh, it's going downhill. Why the hell are you still watching? Well, that's the thing. I I, I yeah. decided a while ago. Like I can't invest three hours into Raw. I I just can't. I can't sit no. there for three hours, hour and a half of commercials. 
and I might like a couple of the segments, and that's cool. They're just not my taste, but lots of people are still liking it, so more power to you guys. Uh, I hope WWE sticks around. Competition is good. More places for people to work. I mean, if oh, yeah. WWE wasn't around, a lot of these wrestlers wouldn't be making the money that they are now and getting the exposures they are now. So uh, I don't I don't want anybody to starve and not have work, even like Braun Strowman. I hope he gets work too, and I don't like him. Yeah. But like, it's it's you know, like if if you don't like WWE, cool, don't watch it. There's so much wrestling out there. Whether you're yeah. on YouTube, whether it's Indies or AEW or New Japan, there's just so much. There's no excuse for everyone to be so so negative. And same with Star Wars and Star Trek. There's so much of it. Yeah. Like, like if you want to watch William William Shatner do his thing, more power to you. Go watch him. He's great. Except while fighting the one one dragon head head dude. That the Gorn. Just, yeah, the Gorn. That's the worst. Uh, Worst fight I've I've ever seen on it on their TV. Uh, love love it to death, in, but <laughs> I always loved in Tropic Thunder when Ben Stiller's in the forest and he's watching that on like his iPod. Uh, iPod. He's watching Kirk fighting the Gorn. It's just hilarious to me. <laughs> I actually I'll tell you a quick little story here. I went to uh, you know Chops Weber obviously. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Chop. Uh, Chops had a meet and greet for Kenny Omega a couple years ago. Uh, he couldn't make it. So he said, does anybody want to buy this? I said, I will certainly buy it. So I drove out to London Comic-Con by myself. Excuse me. Did my meet and greet with Kenny Omega. Got my photo. Just kind of hanging around, walking around Comic-Con. And, I, you know, they have the the whole panel with, like, all the people there that you can go get photos and, and whatever. And I see Denise Crosby, Tasha Ooh. Yar. And yeah. I'm like, like, holy crap. I also, Q was also there, John Delancey. But his lineup was, like, ridiculous. So I'm like, I'm... I'm Mm-hmm. Cool. I just wait. I'm like, you and I waved, and he kind of did the nod. But yeah, so I went up to Denise Crosby. Nobody there, and I just ended up chatting with her for like 15 minutes, and she was super sweet and so nice to talk to. And we just kind of chatted about TNG and stuff. And I told her how much I love her character, and and even more when they brought her back as her as like oh, a yeah. daughter with the Romulan. That was she was so good. And uh, I was like, man, I almost like Kenny. It was great to meet Kenny Omega, but it was basically like a handshake and a picture. Like, first I got to talk to Josh. Hey, hey, how's it? How's it going? Okay. Yeah, literally. And Kenny, Kenny yeah. gave me the working shake too. It was just like, like limp. Just like, oh yeah. But also you got to think it's like 300 handshakes in, in yeah. two hours. Yeah. So yeah. He gave me the working shake, but I was fine with that. And I was just like, dude, you're, you're the best. I love you. And he's like, yeah, thanks man. Appreciate that. Oh yeah. That was it. Yep. Um, yeah, it was really cool to meet Tasha Yar. Oh yeah, and I am a London boy, so yeah, that one, that convention, I did not make make it to because reasons. Um, yeah, yeah, just it was not working out working out for for me. I I normally hit up the hometown shows, but just couldn't get the time off for that particular one because oh, everyone else booked it off before me um, <laughs> for the same event. <laughs> Hey, Sen, Sen, you're already at work, right? So, but yeah, that's one thing I really do miss. I miss conventions. Oh, big time. Uh, and yeah, just like wrestling shows, conventions, because that's where I, what I'm looking forward to is the first Ontario indie show where all the acolytes of Albright show up. And uh, yeah, and yeah. I will also, um, circumstances permitting, Mm-hmm. living with my parents right now but they have kind of similar to ryan knight we have a nice big backyard yep uh, we're in the subdivision but we have no no neighbors it's a ravine lot i got a deck i got a gazebo the whole setup so I, i'm going to try and uh, host an acolytes uh meet up awesome. as possible 
at my place and then everyone can drink and whatnot. It's friendly, 420 friendly here. And uh, yeah, so and we can make that happen. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know, I just dropped the uh, uh, roundtable cannabis discussion show yesterday. This isn't going up Ooh, for like two two or three weeks, but no, man, I had Pierre Doucette, uh, Justin Sane, Aiden Rain, um, Ryan Knight, PD Skills. Yeah. And myself uh, was supposed to have have a couple others, which was my own bad for not adding them to the to the group chat. But um, yeah. I was high. Um. <laughs> Understandable. I mean, which, the of us. oh yeah, which they said after I, I apologized after, afterwards to the guys and I'm like, I'm so, so sorry, <laughs> but oh, it's okay. Just bring oh, it yeah. around too. Oh yeah. Which will be in about two months. And I'm going to invite you right now. You can hold me, uh, hold me uh, to this. You are invited to round it round it too. Fabulous. Yeah. Because what I really enjoyed about that show, I may keep this in, I may not. I got people from all different ages and different smoking and ver- smoking, vaping, edibles, bongs, joints, everything, different styles for different people. Like Different, uh, folks, different folks, yep. absolutely. Just like uh, me, I, I took an edible before the show. I don't have edibles too often, nearly ever. I think I've had like four or five in my entire life. And that may might have been a bad idea, but <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, and that's why I brought Ryan Knight on on to the show to kind of keep me in line. Well, you know what they say is if you're someone like me who's a longtime smoker and and you really have trouble kind of feeling anything from it because you're just so yeah. your tolerance is so high. Um, they say to switch up your methods and your like so maybe have uh, uh do like dabs one day do hash the next day, smoke flour the day after that. And yeah. cycling it that way can help your system kind of adjust. Oh yeah. So we'll talk, we'll talk about that on, on round two, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm of course. trying to cycle right now because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to take a break and I'm not really getting anything. So I'm kind of like, this is no good. Yeah. And you don't want to be the guy who can take like 600 milligram edibles or some, some insane, insane number, number like it, like that, just to feel, feel, feel something either. Well, like this is, uh, this can is supposed to be the equivalent of five grams. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll drink two of these, no problem, and probably not feel much off of it. Oh, so yeah. it's like, kind of sucks because I have to do more mm-hmm. to feel it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's like anything else. It could be worse. I could be an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> so we could be killing your entire body, burning out your stomach, your liver, your intestines. Uh, basically, I poi- already did that. Oh yeah, I got, I had an ulcer by uh, the doctor was like, if you don't want to die or get stomach cancer in the next ten years, you probably have to make some changes. So I got all my drinking out of my system when I was real young. You know and what? By like, you know, <laughs> I also had an 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 ulcer way back when. Uh, See, we're we're, we're simpatico, man. Yeah, it was uh, stress related because yeah. it myself up until the past like two years. Even if you listen to the, my older podcast episodes from 2016, 2017, even my speech pattern different um, because I'm more relaxed now and I yeah. don't take everything super seriously. And ever since legalization happened, because I ain't going to jail for nobody. And ever since I started smoking, smoking again, I'm a better person, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, just I'm, uh, I, I fully understand you. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a much, much better person when I smoke. I'm extremely grumpy when I don't. Yeah. I can't really uh, eat or sleep when I don't. Like, cause yeah. I, I have a, a host of, of issues. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm racked with problems. Oh, uh, yeah. Besides the aforementioned, you know, ulcer, I, I have like IBS and I have mm-hmm. esophagus and acid reflux, chronic major depression and anxiety disorder and adjustment disorder. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm a disaster. But, uh, but you're such a nice so guy. Stuff. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't used to be, man. I used to be a, I used to be a piece of shit. Like growing up, I just had the wrong attitude about stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I was very homophobic. I was pretty racist. You know, I grew up in Brampton, so I was like, yeah. oh, lazy welfare people and, and all that stuff. Like that, that was my mentality. It wasn't like parents projecting that. That was just me and the environment I grew up in. And then yeah. uh, I like around age 20, I really started to branch out and kind of mm-hmm. not just hang out with one type of people. I started to hang out with people from all walks of life and started to see like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, like I didn't have, I didn't used to have any gay friends. But I had like friends of color, but you can still be racist with friends of color. Uh, and, and then I was like, you know, over my 20s, I kind of realized, like, oh, I'm like a piece of shit. And then I had all these undiagnosed mental health issues. And once I got all that straightened out, even my mom was like, I just thought you were an asshole for a long time. Like, <laughs> like my mom just thought I was like, <laughs> like a miserable person because I, like I was. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I, once I found once I found Canada, I didn't start smoking till I was 21. Like I yeah. never high school, never touched it. it wasn't until I was like full adult that I was like, oh, I, I, I like this and I can drive home and i'm not you know throwing up and yeah can eat and sleep and so that that's become more medicine for me than, than anything else but i still take my medication like pharmacological solutions are fine by me it's yeah everything works differently for different people i don't believe cannabis is a cure-all for everything no helps helps lots of things yeah. certainly but it's not like some people are, are, are like oh we'll just smoke weed it'll go away like no no just like um what is it? Uh, somebody, I heard the dumbest thing ever. Like, uh, somebody had a laceration that needed stitches. Somebody said, just put some CBD oil on it. I'm like, dude, two different things. You need to go see a doctor and get stitches. Like, I, I had somebody telling me if you rub CBD oil on the inside of your belly button, because your belly button connects to all these nerve endings because it's like this, the thing root of all nerves in your body. I'm like, that's not true. I'm no. like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy how that kind of misinformation just gets spread. Oh yeah. It's just uh, the misinformation about certain things. Like I have friends who are very knowledgeable about cannabis and THC versus CBD and what kind of strains. Cause I'll flat out say it. My buddy Pierre basically held my hand and walked me through everything. He's like, this is what this does. This is what this does. This is what this means. Because I have, I walked into it, no idea. And I didn't know the difference between strains or this or that, or uh, what percentages to look for, new guy versus long time user, this, that, the other thing. And he explained everything to me. But now back to MLW Rewind. Yeah, let's go. Because we've been talking way too much on cannabis, and I, I, I can, that. I can do that for hours. <laughs> but MLW, I'll be honest, I was not watching that program until George and Lewis started their show up, and I, I am, I am so happy that they turned me on onto that product. And so am I. 
Jacob Fatu is probably one of my favorite, legit, one of my favorite wrestlers to watch right now. Because he's a big man who can literally do it all, and he's believable. He he does things that he has no business doing. Uh, yeah. Just watched him a couple weeks ago. I actually went over to George's, uh, and we sat down and watched the GSW uh, recent pay-per-view. And yeah. it was supposed to be Fatu, Mike Elgin. Elgin got hurt and ended up being Fatu and Matt Cross. And, like, when you see Fatu do the, the fucking handstand, like the, the front flip into the rope, and then backflip onto the guy, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, he has no business doing that. For a guy his size. He has no business doing that for a human being. Not just a dude that size. Like, come on. If we were that's like a ricochet style move, yeah, move, like move. And Austin it's like type. Yeah. And He's I love how great. Jacob and he lives the fucking gimmick, which is nice. Um his his online presence is beautiful and matches the character. Just like uh Alistair Black did his first interview on a Twitch stream and talked about why he left WWE. Uh, we're recording the day after uh, all the, all the releases happened. Then there's probably more, more, uh, more uh, coming. So yeah. Yeah. Sad, but oh, yeah. I, I, uh, there's speculation about it, but I'm thinking they're, they're trying to lift, lift some contracts so they can have a more lucrative sale price. Oh yeah. Uh, but who knows? There, there could be, and, and I hope for record, even though I'm not a fan of some of them on a personal level, I hope they all land on their feet and find work. Oh, yeah. Although Braun has said he won't wrestle for anyone else. So bye. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine. Let him go back to uh strongman because he that's oh, no, he left strongman because he couldn't oh, yeah. make any money. That's oh, why yeah. he joined WWE. So if you can't make any money, you should mm-hmm. change your profession. Even if you're an indie wrestler who can't wrestle during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Braun. I know he says some stupid, stupid shit. But yeah. the one out of the entire group that I think is going to surprise everybody, Ruby Riot. Yeah, she Ruby she was she was in one of my personal favorites as as Heidi Heidi Lovelace because Heidi she Lovelace, wrestled yeah. in Alpha One uh, C Four champion. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah. Did did she defeat? Did she beat Kobe Durst or did Kobe Durst beat her? That's what I'm wondering now. Uh, I think she beat, or I think Kobe beat her to win it. Yeah, I could be okay. wrong. Yeah, because I'm Alpha One. I don't like going to shows in Hamilton. I hate driving in that city. I love the shows there, but I hate driving. I'd rather in that drive city. in Toronto, honestly, than Hamilton. Oh man, like just going around that all the one ways and the suicidal raccoons and I, I swear to God, living in Hamilton, the raccoons just dive into cars like. One time, me, me and a buddy of mine went down. Raccoon runs across us. Okay, good. We didn't hit it. Turns around. Stands in the middle of the road. Looks at us. We hit it. Uh, going home well, from... Yeah. And it's just like, just what the hell? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just like out, out of nowhere. And I, we could see a little beady eyes going, no, move, move, move. And buddy hits the brakes. And guys, I'm driving home. I like... 11.30 at night, nobody's behind us. Also, guys, if you're ever going to hit an animal and there's somebody behind you, hit the animal. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, It's not I, the, I nice, the nice thing, but... Uh, like, take uh, it from somebody who works in the insurance industry, and I've mm-hmm. seen some of the, the accidents that occur when people try to avoid an animal. Yeah. A lot of times, it's just... And I say this as, as somebody who does not eat meat, 
Uh, yep. A lot of times it's just, it's more safe to just hit the animal than try to swerve and avoid it because you can cause a bigger accident that yeah. way. Un, un, unless it's a moose. If it's yeah. A, yeah. If it's a moose, do not hit those things. You will not kill it with your car. You would just piss it off. <laughs> Even a deer, like yeah. like you can get you can you can be the one that ends up dying because a deer antler through the through your windshield that hits you, you're toast. Oh yeah. And you probably have some horrible, horrible stories with uh war, war, war insurance. Yep. Oh, you have no idea. Uh I've seen people permanently disabled, paralyzed, quadriplegics. Yep. I deal with everything and then and then I get to deal with some cool stuff like fraud. So that's always fun get to put surveillance on people and catch yeah. them uh being not as truthful as they may be oh so yeah be careful where that just in case legal yeah because you know they'll use this in court <laughs> hey you know what i wouldn't put it past a lawyer to create oh, God. media but you would be very surprised the lengths that people will go to especially some lawyers to try and trip you up like sometimes i have to go be on the stand and they will purposely try to get under your skin and piss you off so that you'll come out with an emotional reaction. And then they mm -hmm. can say, look, this person is not thinking balanced. They're, they're acting out of emotion and not facts and stuff. So it's court sucks. Oh yeah. I've uh, been there a few times on both sides. It sucks. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. But, but back... MLW. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that George turned me on to MLW. Yeah. I really enjoy the product. Uh, it's fusion is a one hour show. Yeah. I can sit down and watch it in one sitting. It's not three hours. It's not 45 minutes of commercials. Uh, the presentation of MLW is different. Mm -hmm. The wrestling style is a little different. They have some more MMA inspired yeah. uh, stuff. It's, You'll see somebody like, sorry, go ahead. It's more of a strong, strong style is more prevalent there. Yeah. Everyone's laying everything in. And it's not like they're trying to kill each other or damage or hurt each other. They're just making it look really, really good. Like the chops are there. I don't know who's training these guys to throw punches, but MOW has the best working punches in all of wrestling right now. Uh, I mean, except maybe yeah. New, New, uh, New Japan, but those guys just literally kill each those other aren't working. So, those aren't working punches they're, yeah. just throwing, they're just throwing forearms hard yep but i i really like you know they have alicia too who mm -hmm. uh, i'm actually sitting down with tomorrow awesome okay so the rewind yeah so uh she's she's great she's got a unique style mm -hmm. um and then uh, one other thing i like about mlw is they don't have a huge roster mm -hmm. they've got like a core group of people that they use and so, like, you're not sitting there going, like, well, where's so-and-so? Why don't I ever see so-and-so? It's like, if you're on the roster, you're wrestling. Yeah. Like, and, and I like that. I think it, it keeps it uh, keeps it better for the talent. And that reminds me of one Ontario promotion right now. Uh, no Ring North. Have mm -hmm. you heard of uh, it? I have not. Heard of, heard of those guys? You would love them. I'm telling you this right now. It's out of, uh, they're connected. It's the Death Proof Fight Club guys. Okay. It's but they're doing independent shows on in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. They're do, it's more hardcore style, but uh, after this, I'll, I'll I'll I will send you a couple YouTube links. Yeah, please. Um, do. I'm a hardcore deathmatch guy as well. I enjoy that. Like, but I enjoy the stories it tells and it brings out. Like, I'm not a big fan of the guys just hitting each other with light a uh, hundred light tubes back and forth. Like. 
like if there's one big spot and they're working towards it and using like a barbed wire bat or a cheese grater and it's just a different style different take but we're no ring north it's they have one one match uh jojo vontarius versus grinder mark shaw it is a looks like street fighter like the editing and everything is really cool and just some of like pd skills uh versus i i forget who he was i want to say grinder mark 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 shaw, shaw again but where they have their own crew that they have the, their own matches and the crowd is the wrestlers around them so it's basically like pit wrestling Oh, it's, it's like very oh, different. Like club, like everyone's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then everyone just kind of the smack talk and this and this. Like PD Skills smokes a joint during an entire match. Like it's just <laughs> great. It's 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 something you got to see. Like Kyle Boone versus Shiloh, and the match was because he they're, made them. Yes, together. Okay. Yes. So, and the storyline behind that match, um, it he made them late so they she just starts reaming him out and he's like oh you always talk about me and da, 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 da. and it's like an actual couple fighting that and goes into a match and That's i'm great. sorry i'm 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 all for on on ontario products and that is one of those shows that once it catches on is going to be huge i just got that i got that feeling because everything is unique everything is just yeah and they did it all through the pan pandemic and everyone's like backyard pro this backyard pro which is an amazing show but i think no no ring earth is the one that has the sustainability like I, I i can see these guys keep doing their their thing for a while even awesome. after the pan pan pandemic because he had plans to do it in bars and and all sorts of other stuff before covid but you know but they had Sorry. to adapt. But like, yeah. I like that. I like hearing new and different stuff because I believe there is room for all kinds of wrestling, no matter what you are into. Oh yeah, let let's do it. And there is somebody doing it, no matter what you're into, right? Thank so you. when somebody comes up with a newer concept and something that's different, I'm like, amazing, amazing. Yeah. I like seeing innovation, and I'm not. I don't like. My one of those people that's just like, oh no, change is bad. Like, no, change is good. You got to change. You got to adapt. Oh, yeah. Just like, um, I know hardcore guys. Like, I'm talking hardcore wrestlers who like are doing the bar stuff and the fight that love watching Zack Saber Jr. matches. Like, it just, oh, yeah. it's what it's whatever you like, right? Because, um, I've only taken one bump in my entire life in a training class and knocked my my ass out. Um, <laughs> Hey, I took I took one bump in high school and uh, that derailed my wrestling career pretty fast. Oh yeah, uh, I did. Like I'm six foot two. I was in a lot better shape than I am now at the time. And they're like, "Oh, big big guy." Okay, let's see it. I threw myself back and landed on my head. <laughs> That's oh. it. Oh yeah. Yep, that was it. Yeah, yep. that'll do it. Uh, hey, woke up, woke up better. in. Yeah. Sorry, you woke up in. Woke up in the uh, car. Yep. <laughs>Hey everyone, this is Adam Hayes, host of Schwa Wars Podcast. I've been involved in independent wrestling here in Ontario since 2006, and I can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast. We don't only cover pro wrestling, but we cover everything pop culture. 
as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. We dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash schwa wars podcast. That's anchor.fm slash schwa, S-H-W-A, wars podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash schwa wars. So don't wait and check us out today. I uh, <laughs> broke my own nose in a bouncy castle when I was a kid. I did a front Ooh. flip. Yep. And when I came down, I guess my knees weren't solid enough and my one knee buckled and just smashed into my oh. own nose. And I was I remember feeling fucked up for like nine hours. And I think that might have been my first concussion. Uh if so, I've had three. So that would uh that yep. also explains why I'm a little up here. Oh we're nineties kids. We we yeah, we got some uh uh, our parents didn't take us to the to the hospital. Ah, you're fine. <laughs> uh, no, it's like we weren't the generation that like ate dirt or like you know got beaten and thought we were okay. Yeah. We were the generation that were just like our parents are just like ah, you're fine. Yeah, we just hit our heads and they were like ah, you're good. Yeah, because at the time they didn't know better. That's it. Right. And nothing against our uh, our parents. I'm genuinely saying this. Yeah, it just they didn't know about concussion stuff, right? You're, oh, your bell got yeah. wrong. There we go. Yeah, that's it. And now I just want to talk about the dominions for a little bit. Oh yeah. So actually, let me let me turn my my hat around here. <laughs> so that, that would be that would be the dominion. Uh, yep. We are a punk slash kind of hardcore band. We're based out of Halton County, which is mainly Georgetown. Um, because that's just where we formed, but now the members live anywhere. Everywhere. Milton to uh, up north a little bit. Uh, so we are now four, four, four strong. Yeah. Um, myself, Coop, our guitar player slash creative force, Jerry, our singer, um, and uh, Billy, our other guitarist. Coop is currently playing drums while we hunt for a drummer because he's a multi-instrumentalist. Um, and man, the pandemic really derailed us because we were doing awesome. Before pandemic, we had yep. all these shows booked. We played in London. Uh, they, for some reason, they liked us there. Uh, yeah, old, yeah. Old, uh, you were you were really good. Old East Seven Sixty Five, I think. Yep. It's called. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was there. Oh, you were there. Yeah. You saw our our band. L- legit. Yeah. When? Um. When was the last time you you were in London? This was 20, 2019. Right? Yeah. You seriously yeah. saw us play? Yes, I seriously okay. saw, saw when I said I know your band, I know your band. <laughs> you just blew my mind, dude. Yeah, there was only about what, 20, yeah, 25? Probably. Yeah, no, the- no, no, about 20, 20, 20 to 25. Oh, was that the was that the show where the band from Florida played? Yeah. Yeah, yes, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, I I went to go see the Florida guys. I forget yeah, the name so now. They're big in Florida, but, but yeah. nobody knows them here. Yeah, I know of them, so I went to go see them, and I saw Holy you guys. Shit. Wow, dude, that just blew my freaking mind. I swear, wow. I I swear, I told you this. Ah, uh, you probably did, but I smoke a lot, and I forget. But that oh yeah, so I know. And that was probably wasn't even one of our best shows because I know I make a lot of mistakes because I sometimes zone out on stage and forget what the fuck I'm playing. Yeah, uh, it's really bad. Oh yeah, uh, which is fine. <laughs> yeah but but it's like no. you know what it's punk music so it's it's like we're not 
I'm not like doing progressive rock yeah. here. And I was, I'm, I'm always in the back at shows. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a mosh guy. I'm not a pit guy anymore. It right. just, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. It's That's me. Like, I go to watch the musicians play. Yes. I, I'm like watching what they're doing. That's my. Yeah. Like, um, there's a few bands. I still go, go into the pit for a little bit when I'm really, really feeling it. But like, yeah. Unless yeah, no, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, I'm, the last time I was in a pit was Soundgarden in like 2012. Oh, wow. Yeah, the yeah. reunion show. Yep. Yeah, that was... That, I, I can't do the pits, man. I'll die. I'll get yeah. cussed again. Oh, yeah, just like me. Um, Because I'm the old guy in the pit now. So... I people look at me like, hey, let's get 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 get, get the old guy. All right, I'm I'm old school. <laughs> Pick your skinny ass up and toss you. You, you hey, it, 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 if you're doing kung fu in in the pit, you get tossed. That's it. Yeah, I got no oh, time or time or uh, patience. Yep. I'm like, if you're doing kung fu in the pit, I will pick you up by your belt and the back of your collar and throw you. That's it. And yeah. because I, I have done that. I've done that to large, large men who actually turn around and hey, rah, 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 no Kung Fu in the pit. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, okay. I don't Damn, care right. if you're in the pit. If you're punching me in the face, yep. if you're flailing arms, we're going to throw it out. Oh, like uh, when me and my sister went to go see Gob in Guelph at uh, the Trashateria way back way back when some dudes are like throwing elbows and like gets my sister right in right right in the nose and the dude, dude just does his thing i first i got her all cleared up nothing broken just or, uh, or a little bit of blood yeah he was not a happy boy when i talked to him <laughs> talked to him after and when i dragged him by by his collar and belt to the bouncer and i'm like hey this guy elbowed that girl in the face I want you to deal with him. He's like, oh, well, I never saw it. Or I will. And yeah. <laughs> yeah now you're going to have a fight that you're going to have to break up. So either yeah. you can throw the idiot out or you can break up the fight between them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my sister like, you well, you didn't have to uh, have to do that. I, I, I can take care of myself. I'm like, yeah, you're five foot four and maybe a hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, maybe the guy, maybe the guy wouldn't hit you. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. a woman and, and whatever. But maybe he would and if that happens then you gotta then it's even worse and then it's like yeah no and she can take care of herself i know she's a strong strong in, independent woman always has been that's who 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 she is but also dude hit elbowed my little sister in the in the up face that's going to piss anybody off hey you know what almost lots of people can take care of themselves but even if I see somebody that can take care of themselves getting wronged, I will still speak up on their or act on their behalf. Like, oh, yeah, like how it is. I love the guys who you can genuinely tell have never been punched in the face are trying to be tough guys. I would do anything on the planet to not get punched in the face. I'm not a fan of that. It hurts. My jaw is not good. <laughs> it has happened to uh, happen to happen. Yeah. It's it, it's happened a few times right here. I yeah, trying to trying to make it pop. It's not not popping on the on the mic, but I would do anything to not get punched in the face because and it's always little guys who knee me in the face. I'm six foot two. How this happened, I don't know. They climb me like like some 
little I, I don't know how how this works but they're little guys like yep yeah they're just knee me knee me right in the face or something and then i get pissed off and then throw them um, <laughs> because he was like he was like this trying to take me down and <laughs> Oh my, my, my old, uh, my old bar, bar, bar days. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I, I believe it. Even, uh, different from a bar, but the beer store, you deal with some, some drunk idiots, uh, as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sometimes they don't like that, you know, I can't serve you because you're drunk and yeah. they get a little violence or whipping cans of beer at you. And it's hard because you can't be like, oh, I really want to, you know, take a 40 of max ice that I keep under the counter, smack you with it, but I can't. Yep. Uh, best was um, when I was a manager at Taco Bell. This is years and years ago when I first started my restaurant career. Some guy, suit and tie, throws, throws a taco at me because it doesn't have sour cream or something. It's an easy fix, right? Easy fix. I can remake it. I can add it to it. I told the guy, you just assaulted me. Oh, I did not. You did, 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 did. just going up and down on me. I'm like, you assaulted me. I can break your face. And he's like, what? No, I, I'm. And then, then I start walk, walking around the, uh, around the, uh, around the uh, counter. Dude, I'm 24 years old. Pretty decent shape. This guy is, no, no, I'm 22. But, and this guy's like mid, mid thirties, shoot shirt and collar. Once again, the guy who's never been punched in the, uh, in the, in the face, like, okay, now I got, we got, we got two options, sir. And this, this, everything stops. Everybody's looking at me because he pissed me right off. And the guy just like, oh, uh, da, 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 da. I'm like, no, you assaulted at me in my place of work. And now I get to use self-defense on you because that's the legal law. Now, would you rather I do this, 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 or this? And he's like, it basically jaw drops. And because I don't think anyone's in his entire life has told, told that guy no. Ain't and he's nobody, like, nobody above a punch in the face. No. And dude is just like, just standing there, jaw gape. No one's ever, ever talked to me that way. Well, it's a good thing some, somebody did because I'm not the type who lashes out. I give people chances to, to, to apologize. Now, are you going to apologize? Or do I have to self uh, re retaliate and then call the call the call the uh, cops? And the guy's like, "Oh well, call the cops." Da, 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 da. And he's just like, "Okay, then I get to re I just talk him through the entire thing. What's going to happen if you do not say you're sorry?" And I gave this guy so many chances, and then I just do the old and he flinched like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You know what the, the best oh, thing too is if, if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna strike first, yep, hit hit him in the stomach because nobody expects to get punched in the stomach. Everybody's expecting to get punched in the face, mm -hmm. and you just take the wind right out of them. Oh and yeah, and you just go I, I, go for a take like takedown. Uh, my thing is, I always punch people in the collarbone because when this is a dick move, you can break a person's collarbone with one uh, punch. And the fight's oh. over because you've you've taken out their arm. Um, one of my close close friends, who when I met him was into some bad stuff. Now, yeah. great guy. His kid yeah. is the one that gave me the name Uncle Bobby D. But awesome. Uh, when he was in a detention center, awaiting like he was kind of like arrested but waiting trial, yeah. so he's just in the detention center. Uh, and apparently, ice cream sandwiches are like currency in jail. 
because you get like I don't know one a week or one a day. So it's like you know you're playing euchre, you bet your ice cream sandwich for that week, and, and yeah. kind of thing. So I guess my buddy's sitting down there eating his food, and some guy walks up and goes, "Give me your ice cream sandwich." But he's like, "I'm not, I'm not giving you my ice cream sandwich because you give it to me, I'm gonna beat the fucking shit out of you right now." My buddy's like, stands up, goes, "Okay." So and. Before the guy, the guy like reared back to throw something, and my buddy just went wham and punched him straight in the throat. Yep. And he said the dude dropped and was making like clicking sounds. And then obviously the guards come over and just like tackle him and shit. He's like, the guards take him away. He goes, You better hope that guy doesn't die or you're going to be in here for the rest of your life. Luckily, the guy didn't die. Yep. But yeah, punch to the throat effective, but you can kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go make sure you're going for the collarbone and not the throat. Yep. Exactly. Because. Um, I think no, no. I've and I'm only time I've ever done that is when I was in some major trouble, like three on one, like four on two, kind of, kind of stuff. Because I know a little bit of self defense. Um, also, my favorite one was when three guys tried to jump me at while doing Dicky D. This is I I did that for a summertime. What's wrong with people? It was the 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 end of the day, and I have all my cash on me. I'm biking back to uh, uh, where we were we were set up, and you go back and do do your thing. You're a cash out. I'm going back, so my entire day's work. These guys want me to hand over plus the afloat, and I'm like, that's not going to happen. So I just punched. Uh, what is it? So the one guy uh, grabs my arm. The other guy punches kicks me in the stomach the only hit that they've land i push one guy back he trips over his own feet hits his head off off the curb knocks him knocks himself out his two buddies vanish literally just great friends uh just they disappear so i'm now standing here with this unconscious guy <laughs> who has a cell phone on him and i called 911 for the guy and oh I just, God, I, I, I just, I, I'm hanging around and the guy's just like, arr, arr, arr. I'm like, don't die. <laughs> yeah, don't die. I yeah. do not need involuntary manslaughter. No. And I'm just like, and there were no repercussions or legal anything about it because. No, you, you like no. the, the self-defense laws in Canada are kind of tricky mm -hmm. because it's like, you're, you're only really allowed to use as much force as is necessary to stop yeah. the assault. So right. it's like, if somebody comes at me with a, you know, a bat and I stab him, I'm probably going to get charged. Yeah. But if like I had a bat and I just kind of hit him once to knock him out and stop the assault, you're probably okay. So yeah. Canada's a little weird like that. Whereas in the States, it's like you step on my property, I'm going to shoot you and get off scot-free. Yes. Uh, property laws there are very different. Very different. They are very possessive. Yep. Uh, and by all means, d defend your property, but maybe don't like shoot somebody who comes to your door to ask directions, you know? You know what I really want? I want a shotgun that shoots beanbags. I want one of oh, those. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I believe yeah. you, it would just be a regular shotgun and you buy the beanbag rounds. Don't, don't, don't be giving, be, be giving me ideas about this. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, I, I have my Canadian firearms license. I'm oh, yeah. licensed to possess and acquire. Uh, yeah. non-restricted so shotguns rifles long guns so yeah. yeah you could you could buy a shotgun i think i don't know if beanbag rounds are legal in canada mind you yeah. you'd probably still get charged if you shot somebody with a beanbag shotgun even in self-defense but 
it's definitely an interesting notion because those things hurt. I've seen oh, yeah. just the welts they leave on people. Oh. Like I've seen some like paintball welts on a cold day. Like I got but, shot man. in the knuckles. Oh. It split my knuckle open and it was red paint. So I, I'm like, wow, this really hurts. But I didn't realize I was bleeding everywhere. I just thought it was the paint. Yep. Oh yeah. That was my last time paintballing with old gloves. Oh god, yeah. I miss I miss paintball. Um and yeah. airsoft and, and, and live all that wrestling stuff. more than anything. You know what? Live wrestling because I get to go out and see my friends. And hey, I'm I like how the community has come together and kind of stuck together during the pandemic, though. And yeah. Like, I know you guys better now than at shows where just like, hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. And then go back, hang out, hang out with our own group. Like, I knew some people, but now I know the majority of the the audiences that go because they've been reaching out to my show and me. And saying, hey, why don't you get so-and-so on? So I would reach out. And 50% of the time right now, when I reach out to a wrestler, it's like, I got nothing to really talk about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it's, but it's funny you say, too, because I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I have only been kind of into the Ontario indie scene for maybe two to three years. Because that was when I started watching wrestling again. <laughs> and uh, Stogie Mania guys brought me to a Destiny show. And I was like, oh, this is the shit. I'm, I'm in this. But just like over that couple of years, I've met so many cool people. Yourself, Holden, like uh, George, I went to high school with. So we reconnected after yeah. uh, after I got back into wrestling. But like Gumby and just like meeting all these interesting people and, and making new friendships and relationships. And it's like, but I haven't even been able to go to a show yeah. in over a year. And but I'm meeting all these cool people and connecting with them. So when the shows do start up again, it's going to be like, hey! Exactly. And there's going to be a lot of hugs because I'm a, I'm a hugger. People, a hugger. people, people, people know me, uh, as, as Tom, Tom, my, uh, co-host on talking with Tom, it's, uh, he says, why do you got to fucking hug everyone? It takes us 20 minutes to get to a fucking seat, man. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Bro, it's like, it's like, uh, being Italian. Oh God. Yeah. A lot of Europeans. Yeah. You show up somewhere. You got to kiss everybody on the cheek. Yep. Well, go show up to a wedding where you know 200 people. It takes you an hour <laughs> to get there and an hour to leave. Like, oh, yeah. It's the worst. And you can't leave without saying bye to people. You'll get oh. shit. Yep. Uh, I'm actually spent my high school and teenage years in Guelph. Many, oh, yeah. many, many Italians. Many and, Italian friends. And you know what? I'm already the black sheep of the family, so I just make it my thing now. I do the Irish goodbye. I, I, go, I go to like to like my brother and my mom is going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to see you later. And I just go and I don't say bye to anybody. It's oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's it. Don't want to say I'm the black sheep, but I'm, and I'm not on the out, outs with any family. I just, I haven't seen them in like forever because that's oh. it. Dude, I, I, seen, like, I, my I work, sister. yeah, I work with the public every day. So I'm the last person that anyone wants to be seeing right now. Legit. That's it. And my family's mad at me for it, but I'm like, guys, I can't have it on my conscience that like I've, I've been to a funeral and it's pretty much it for family stuff. Yeah. Since uh, COVID. Same. I went to a funeral. Uh, I passed away last year. 
and uh that uh him and my aunt were separated my yep. aunt's blood he was married in uh but as a kid he was the wrestling fan he was like the guy that got me into wrestling yeah. uh when i was i don't know maybe four or five whenever it happened when when ron simmons power slam vader win the win the title wcw yep. title like you weren't really getting wcw here my uncle had it because he paid like extra money for the cable package so, like i watched that like replay happen he showed me like look ron simmons won the title look what he did to vader so like i had such fond memories of, of that uncle as a kid so yep. uh, we passed last year it sucked but going back to what we were saying uh yeah it's uh it's terrible and i'm the same as you i just can't have that on my conscience yeah uh, my sister was in the icu for almost two weeks i know uh, because because of a covid spread so um i'm i'm grateful that everyone was everyone i knew who had it was okay but I know of, not directly knew them, but I know of a couple people, at least two or three people. My friend's mom passed away, like other people passed away from COVID. So it's, oh, yeah. it's real and we're almost out of the shit. Yeah. Like we're there. like everybody go get it's your almost there. And, and we're almost there. The rules a little bit longer and then we can finally watch the freaking wrestling and see our families and yeah. touch people. <laughs> yeah. It would be nice. Like I feel bad for single people right now. Because I know a buddy of mine who's trying to date in this era, and it's so I'm trying to date. It's hard. Yeah, and it's not just finding a person; it's like finding a place to go, finding something to do, finding something. Because on a first date, you don't want to go to eat, eat each other's houses. You don't know if the guy's a psychopath or or some or uh, action figure figure. Yeah, collector. you don't know how many people but... <laughs> he got locked in his basement or hey, well yeah. exactly. It's just there's not the same social norms. Like uh my son, my oldest is in grade nine. I want the shit to go back to normal so he has a regular high school experience because that's where you learn to become a person. You learn social skills, you learn yeah. all kinds of things in high school. Uh, yeah, I was I was the de- I shouldn't say developmentally delayed, but like I was I was a late bloomer. Like I yeah. socially, I didn't really being an only child. Yep. I didn't really develop at the same rate as everyone else. And like mm-hmm. only child syndrome, you get like, spoiled a little bit. Like perfect example. I was that guy for a long time that never got punched in the face. <laughs> and, and because of that, I had a big mouth Yep. because I never got punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And then one day I ran my big mouth and I got punched in the face. And that was a very valuable lesson. Yeah, nobody's above getting punched in the face. No, and it brings us all down. No matter how much you make or how, really, because I have gotten punched in the face and I've punched a few guys in the in the in the face, and it just it is what it is. It just happens. It's a humbling experience when you deserve it. Oh God, I yeah, I I definitely definitely deserved it. Um, <laughs> I said some really funny shit that he did not find out funny. And also, uh, don't pick a fight with a guy who's six six and two about two eighty. Probably a good idea. Because I, I, I thought, I'm careful with anyone who I pick a fight with. Oh God, yeah, because I'm I'm only six foot two, and I was looking up at this guy, and he's like, "You talk too much." Whack! I'm like, "Oh, right, that, yep, okay, we're done." That was number one. Number two came, and uh, yeah, we were done. <laughs> he, it, it was a. One, two, okay, I'm going down. Hitting the floor, and he's like, we good? Yep, we good. Yeah. All right, yep, yep. Oh, wait, we good. Okay, next round's on him, uh, on him, on him, me. 
Yeah, I uh, I got slapped in the face once at a party where I didn't know a lot of people and I didn't know the guy that slapped me across the face. Yeah. So I didn't want to just start throwing because for all I know, he's got five friends standing there that are going to all jump me or maybe he's yep. a great fighter and he's going to beat the shit out of me. So I like went over to my friend at the party and I'm like, who is that guy? He's like, oh, that's my goal. He just punched, he slapped me across the face hard. And I'll send you the picture when we're, when we're done the thing. But uh, there's a great photo of, of my best friend uh, going over and having a little word with because uh, he's like, oh, don't worry. I got this. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> like, like if I go punch this guy, am I going to get my ass kicked? And he was like, oh no, I got this. And he just went over and like choked the guy out. It was beautiful. Uh, um, but yeah, ain't nobody above an ass with it. Nope. And I can say the worst beating I have ever received is from someone who must have weighed, um, must have been like 130. And I'm like two, I have for the past like two decades, I've been over 200 pounds at least. And this person beat the living hell out of me just so fast, so hard. I've never been hit like that before. And I tried doing all my regular, like just grappling moves and this person was like hitting me in the inside of the elbow to make my hand go numb. So I couldn't grab yeah, like this uh, guy knew name? shit. Was this oh. <laughs> no, but um, I, 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 I didn't get his name. I just got my ass handed to me real, real quick. Like he took me down, like his chops and punches were like, so right on the mark of all the nerve bundles. So like my legs went out, my arms went out and he had just yeah. using me as a human punching bag. And I'm like, holy shit, how do I get help? And then he just like, when I'm, cause I went down, down to a knee and I still got my hands up with limp, limp hands. And he's like, yeah. okay, or you can't punch anymore. Can you? Nope. But I'm defending. <laughs> and then he just yeah, starts well, laughing. I'm like, you, you're not going to give up. Are, are you? Nope. So well, funny you you tell that story because and i said oh it was his name brad Austin and i don't <laughs> that also time that i don't know if this is still the case but years ago he was training uh like he was just like a martial arts fanatic like his whole yep. life was training martial arts just bettering himself that's mm -hmm. all he did but i i all my georgetown friends when they were younger loved to fight it's like let's fight like like no no animosity they just want to fight each other and test themselves and nobody would fucking fight Brad because as soon as he would come out and he would like kick you lightning fast and then like your whole arm would just go numb. He would just hit you and right the, right the exact spot that would just like make you go numb. And you're like, oh, now I can't lift my arm. So nobody. So it's crazy that people can do that. Yes. And he just took me apart. That's it. And it was just so. Yeah, just. Like normally I can hold my own, but he just basically dismantled me. Like Moral he did this story. one, like he did this one, like a hen peck to my shoulder and it just went, oh, yeah. I'm like, Oh fuck. Like it was like magic. I'm like, that just absolutely, absolutely insane. All right, man. Um, I do, I do got to wrap this up because oh. I, I got to pick up my lovely wife uh, very, very soon. But if people want to find you on the socials, where can they find you and all your uh, stuff, man? All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram at the real Uncle Bobby B. Um, my band does not have an Instagram page. We do, however, have a Facebook page, the Dominion HCHC, which stands for Halton County Hardcore. Um, you can find my little side business, Venom Venom Customs, where I do it's kind of hard to see from my places in mess right now, but I do yep. uh, some custom uh, stuff. And Which is very, we, very cool, 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 before guys. I, uh, 
I sign off, I just want to mention the name, the Dominion, uh, actually came from Deep Space Nine. And the, uh, and yep. the Dominion of Canada. That was the that was the two deciding factors for us. We were previously known as the Hurton units. Uh but we 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 changed it to the Dominion and that's where the, the name originated. Yep. It's uh yeah, that's it, man. Once again, thank you very, very much for coming on hey, and for thank uh, you so much for having me. Uh, uh, a real pleasure. I feel like we could have talked for another hour easily. Oh dude, we are so so doing a uh a part two. Oh yeah, when I, when I start doing podcasts, I'm gonna have you on. Oh, cool! Because I'll I'll be this guest. Yes. No, you won't. You'll be talking. You'll be the same <laughs> as right now. I know. It's just uh, yeah, if you you ever listen to this is Brendan, the one where I just get drunker and drunker and drunker. Um. Oh God, I I still feel so bad for. Um. I accidentally drank an entire twenty sixer during the the conversation. So, by the end. If anybody listens to it, I'm like slurring and like, yeah, it was not pretty. Uh, back and listen to that. Oh man, it's it's a great it was a great chat, but I feel bad for for drinking too much. So that's why I no longer drink more than one on the on the uh, show. <laughs> okay, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. Hey guys, hope you really enjoyed that that interview because I really really enjoyed talking to to Uncle Bobby B on the show. Once again, thank you very, very much for coming on. It was a blast uh, chatting. I uh, absolutely loved it. Go check out all all my friends on the OIW Podcast Network. Their shows are below in the description. And also go check out my friends on the Genres Network. If you like my show, you will probably like all of it, all, all of theirs on both of those networks. As well as the Canadian Wrestling Network, which I am also a member of. And have, they have some fantastic shows there as well. So, guys, I just want to say the call to action this week. Just tell somebody you love them. That's it. Can be a friend. Can be a significant other. Could be your pet for all I care. Go just tell somebody because it'll make their life a little bit better. And just want to say thanks for listening, guys. Don't do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps helps me out. It gets the show out there because I have no advertising budget. And yeah, so just go 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 do that. I will truly appreciate it. Put it on your Instagram shares. Share it on the, on the social media. Let's let's work together and make Yomi Talks a a bigger and better podcast. Because the bigger it gets. The more money I get from uh, from sponsorships that I can put directly back in into the show, and maybe even update this twelve-year-old Latvia top that I'm still working on, and hope hoping it never dies because that would terrify me. So, guys, talk to you in a few days, in a week. We'll see what's what's happening later. Okay, bye, guys.